Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Seeing a lot of head nodding out there from the Jackson Merrill opening day outfielder for the San Diego Padres camp. It's Ben and Woods, hour number two here on a Wednesday morning on 97.3 The Fan. Wesley makes a good point in the chat. Left-handed bat in Merrill, so yes, yeah. he'll start unless they sign trade for a player. I I think even if they acquire one more player, he's still in good position to be one of the starting outfielders. If the Padres sign a center fielder, or trade for a center fielder. You could go with Jurickson Profar as your your opening day left fielder if you didn't feel like Jackson Merrill was ready. At this point, though, you don't really even have other options. I, there's got to be at least one trade or signing coming between now and opening day. I mean, we, we've been saying this like a mantra for 60 days, it feels like. And, and to get to this point and not be there yet is a little bit odd, certainly. Um, I don't. I don't know how AJ Preller feels about the the guys left on the market as far as like an Eddie Rosario. Is he healthy, by the way? Rosario, is he healthy? Um, I can't imagine he's going to cost a ton. Uh, I know Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham's not coming in for a million bucks, but he's also not coming in for 20. You know, there's going to be somewhere. What would you guys guess for a Tommy Pham? Four, five, three, eight, nine. Everyone in New York thinks he's going to the Mets because they put up a video of him warming up and yeah. working out in a Mets shirt, okay. which, which, as we know, means, means he's already means there. absolutely nothing. So, I mean, what's what's Tommy Pham going to command right now? What is Eddie Rosario going to command? Um, do either of those guys do anything for you? Obviously, I think we're probably out of play for a Bellinger or somebody like that. As, as, as incredible as it would be to be able to put Cody Bellinger in center field and Jackson Merrill in left field and Jerks in Profar and a sugar, your fourth and fifth outfielders. That's a pretty damn good team right there. That said, Bellinger, I, I think, is out of the realm of possibility. I think you'll get an idea of A.J. Preller's mindset, though, pretty quickly here in the first week of spring training. If if Jackson Merrill is playing a bunch of center field, right. then they're probably a little bit worried about where they're going to find a center fielder. Like, hey, none of these guys, Michael A. Taylor even, that are still free agents seem to be in the price range, so we're going to have to put someone out there. And someone is going to need to man center. Someone field, is yes. going to need to man center. It's uh, not Jerickson Profar, in my opinion. I don't think so either. Uh, Jacob Marcy has played center out there as well, but he feels like he might be even further away than Jackson Merrill from the big leagues at this point. If Jackson Merrill plays primarily left field, which is what I'm anticipating in the start of spring training, then it tells me that, that A.J.'s probably still got things cooking when it comes to a a more established center fielder. Now, you could start Sugar out in center field yep. for 
you know, uh, for at least a time being. I don't see him being a 140-game starter in center field for at least the team that I would hope the Padres would want to be this year. But you could start him out there and Jackson Merrill in left. I think we're going to see mostly Merrill in left field. Mike Schilt did say yesterday he's going to play some infield, though, from time to time. They're not... They're not giving up on Jackson Merrill as an infielder. He'll be at short. He'll be at second. He'll get some opportunities in spring to keep that footwork and uh, keep that part of his game fresh as well. So all options remain on the table when it comes to the Padres' top prospect, or at least closest prospect to the big leagues. You know, and one of the, the interesting topics that's been coming up is the flexibility that Eric Katsenda talked about, the flexibility that uh, A.J. Preller has spoken about as well. There's still some wiggle room there to spend some money. I think the billion-dollar question, or maybe the $20 million question, Ben, is why haven't they yet? In And it's just not something we're used to here uh, under A.J. Preller's... Well, why, ha- why haven't other teams not done these same moves of these <laughs> players that are all available? I, it's a good question. I mean, I, I don't know the answer. All I know is that... <laughs> There is There are a couple of glaring needs. They have not necessarily been addressed yet, DH being one of them, uh, another outfielder being another one. And you could certainly make a case for a starting pitcher or two. Um, I don't know the answer to that. The thing that scares me is maybe there's not as much, you know, Ray in the chat just said, well, they have less than $20 million to play with. I don't even know that that number is accurate. And I, I don't know that anybody really knows what number is accurate of what they have to spend and what they want to spend it on. It's also possible they don't really love some of the players who are available. That when Since when has that stopped them before? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, A.J. falls in love with players pretty easily, but I think if he doesn't like a player, he's not going to sign him for any price. Hey, he's only a million dollars. Let's sign this guy. Yeah, but I don't like him. He's done that before with... Eaton and Dahl and I, I mean, mean we didn't is... like those players. I think AJ liked those yeah, players. Maybe. I think that's why he signed them. I don't know that he's going to sign a player he doesn't like. It's simply just weird. Because it's weird because they need that position. It, the weird part is is that in the years before, when you felt like the team was actually lined up pretty well and you had your starting nine, you had a decent bench. They continued to add. Now, when there are clearly, clearly glaring holes, you're not adding those. That you're not. Adding those flyers, you know? I mean, you're just not. You're not doing it, and I don't know why. Need a contestant for Take on Woods? Phone lines are open right now, wide open, if you'd like to be our contestant. We had a winner yesterday, outright, qualifying for the trip to Las Vegas, the concert tickets, the whole shooting match. Give us a call, 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. We'll play here in three or four minutes, but get on the line now. Uh, Frankie, put you on hold. <laughs> Did get uh, some news yesterday from Dave Roberts, who announced that, barring anything unexpected, uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. That's in the right. That's in the po- report. That's in the report. No, that's all right. We can get oh, it again. All right. We'll okay. hit it again. We that's can fine. hit it again later. Yeah, that's uh, fine. It's a long show. Yoshinobu Yamamoto and Tyler Glass now will be the two starters for the games against the Padres in Korea. As I speculate. My question for you is. Since you, Darvish, and Joe Musgrove are likely the starters for the Padres in those games, do you arrange it so you get the Japanese-Japanese matchup? Sure. Yeah. You know, do you talk to – does Mike Schilt talk to – hey, are we doing y- Yamamoto-Darvish in the first game or the second game? Yeah. Or Glass do, you, now, do you simply ignore what the other team is doing and go, hey, we, we want Musgrove to go first, and if they're going to do Yamamoto first, then it's that's the matchup, or do you – do you create a little theater? Do you create a little storyline? 
and have the two Japanese pitchers pitching against each other in Asia in the same game. I think you have to. I yeah, think it would be incredible. I, you know, listen, you know, don't, don't. I know what Major League Baseball would like. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, I don't, it's not a major concern uh, of mine at all, but I do think, I, th- I do think that would be really good theater. There has been, um, I saw a stat yesterday, no Major League pitcher has made their debut, their starting debut on opening day in like 60, 70 years. And Yamamoto could be the first to do that if he gets the opening day start for the Dodgers. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. There was some uh, an update. Kevin Acey uh, dropped a, a little update to a story he had written about Jackson Merrill. Uh, he said, you Darvish will not pitch in a Cactus League game until at least Sunday. Now, he was scheduled to throw tomorrow. You uh, Darvish was probably going oh, no, to throw. Oh, no, it was Musgrove the, and King. It's Musgrove and King. King right. is not going to throw. He's going to throw another side session, a live bullpen. Okay. Darvish has just said, I would rather throw a live BP than get into a game this sure. week. So he's pushing back a few days as well. So it looks like uh, Musgrove is going to be followed by Matsui and some of the other bullpen guys tomorrow for the, the Cactus League opener. I don't think this is... I don't think this is cause for concern on you, Darvish. Like, he's not ready. This is simply how he likes to do his process, and it doesn't involve getting on the mound for one of the first yeah. couple of games of the spring. Nothing, nothing to get upset about. I don't think, I don't think it's, it's cause for concern or something you should be worried about if you're a Padres fan. The, the reports remain very good on both Musgrove and Darvish on their health coming back from uh, you know last season's various ailments and problems that they're both feeling very good. Uh, Darvish seemed like he was a little less sharp, maybe in a couple of his his sessions, and he just would rather work, perhaps behind closed doors as opposed to in yeah, the, uh, as it know, was reported Peoria uh, Stadium, yeah. as it was reported tinkering on the backfield. So yeah. The guy he loves to tinker, and uh, Mike Schild has said, "quote He's in a really good place, recovering well. It's just a matter." Of uh, he's earned the right to decide when he wants to compete in a game in spring training. A- and again, I love that. I think that's uh, that's knowing your player. And you Darvish has a way that he goes about his business. And uh, who who are we to question that? <laughs> Certainly. All right, let's uh, let's take a little pause here for our game. It is time to play Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. Take on Woods is brought to you by Valvoline. Instant oil change. It only takes 15 minutes. And you don't have to get out of your car for directions and discounts. Go to SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. Woods has left the studio, as anyone on the YouTube stream can clearly see. And we welcome Brandon in as our contestant this morning. Brandon. Good morning. All right, let's see if you can uh, join yesterday's winner and qualify for our trip for two to Las Vegas at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino with their $70 million in room renovations, plus the tickets to Air Supply, the duo continuing to play more than 130 shows a year worldwide. They'll be at the Westgate May 31st and June 1st at the International Theater. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Brandon, here are your category choices this morning. Gonna be good. The word gonna, the key on all those answers. Call me Jim musical artist named James, and Sailing the Seas. Those are five different bands with names starting with the letter C. So, going to be good. Call me Jim or Sailing the Seas, Brandon. What would you like to play? Uh, Let's do gonna. Gonna. Gonna be good. All right. Most musicians don't seem to think the phrase going to rolls off the tongue very easily, so they often substitute it with the word gonna. 
Today on Take on Woods, I've got five song titles that include the word gun. Prize drawing. First question is our two-second song. Italian Paul will play a short clip of music. Uh, you need to give me the title and the artist to score that point. Brandon, are you ready to play? Yes, sir. Frankie, you ready to go? All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Again, the category gonna be good. Your time begins when Frankie plays the music. Good luck, Brandon. Let's take on Woods. Which worldwide number one 1987 hit by Rick Astley is the song you play when you rickroll somebody? D. D Snyder of Twisted Sister actually says the Christmas Carol, O Come All Ye Faithful, was part of the musical inspiration for which rock anthem? What is the actual title of the 1988 song by the Proclaimers, usually referred to as 500 Miles? I'm going to be. Correct. What is the title of the Oscar-nominated theme song composed by Bill Conti for the movie Rocky? Oh, boy. Uh, Go back to our two-second song, Frank. Ah, that's a one-pointer. Brandon, put you back on hold. Don't think that's going to hold up. You got I'm Gonna Be by the Proclaimers. That was Are You Gonna Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz. Never Gonna Give You Up is the Rickroll song. We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister. And Gonna Fly Now from Rocky and Bill Conti. Let's bring Woods back in for what I believe is an inevitable victory today in Take On Woods. He is on his phone. He is... Scrolling, he's paying attention. It would be a lot easier. All right, Brandon's score is locked in. Woods doesn't get the category; gives it an extra degree of difficulty for him. Reset everything. Sixty seconds back on the clock. Your time begins when Frankie plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Brandon. Are you going to go my way, Lenny Kravitz? Correct. Which worldwide number one 1987 hit by Rick Astley is the song you play when you rickroll Never going to give you up. Correct. D. Snyder of Twisted Sister actually says the Christmas carol, O Come All Ye Faithful, was part of the musical inspiration for which rock anthem? We're not going to take Correct. It. What is the actual title of the 1988 song by the Proclaimers, usually referred to as 500 Miles? Um... Um, I know I'm going to be... Uh, uh, th- 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 Correct. What is the oh, title of the Oscar-nominated theme song composed by Bill Conti for the movie Rocky? Um, going to fly now. Correct. Yeah, I'm going to be. You uh, said it uh, as oh, you were okay, singing good. it, Thank so you. I'll give it to you. 5-1. That is a win for Woodsy today in the category going to be good. Going to be good. Are you going to go my way? Never going to give you up. We're not going to take it. I'm going to be and going to fly now. This is... Uh... This is some like interesting breaking news. You guys see that uh, Eric Hosmer now has a podcast, and he has just tweeted about it. And I'm very interested to listen. I would like to maybe play the entire thing on the radio. What's it about? <laughs> is it about baseball? So here's what it says: ways it, to spend thirteen million dollars in your off time. <laughs> nine million. That was a shot. Nine million or nine million. Nine minutes ago. Excited to take on this new challenge, Moonball Media, and our first project, the Diggin' Deep Podcast. The playing days are unfortunately over, but I'm committed to giving back to the baseball community that helped shape my life. Episode one, live now. Now, when I was out there, 
waiting to come back in, I, li- I clicked on it, and he was talking about – and we'll, let's play some audio from it. Uh, he was talking about how he has been mischaracterized in the media. Uh, the very first little blurb and clip that we saw, which is weird I because – he's talking about a lot of us, I would say. I, I would never know. I've never spoken to the man. No, no, but we've characterized him sure. a few times, sure. as yeah. have other people in San Diego, yeah. but – I doubt it's the Kansas City media that he thinks has mischaracterized him. This is going to so be probably, riveting. Probably about the San Diego media that he's talking about. All right, so I want to I want to uh, pull some from this. I want to play that as well. Um, we'll do that later. We'll work on that right now because I have to hear it now. I need the melody to be resolved in my head. I have to. I want to share it with you guys as well. Um, Moonball Media is an interesting uh, name, too, for this media company. So is that an official retirement announcement I think as so. Well? I think so. The playing days are over. He's oh, not going to try to latch on to any team at this point for the MLB minimum. I think it sounds like it's over right now, Betty. Wouldn't you have called it if you were him Groundball Media? That's a good point. Wouldn't that have been a little bit Maybe better? Maybe you're mischaracterizing it's like, him. Woods. It's like me calling you know, my media... Slim's Media Company. I, you right? know, most people who launch a new podcast love getting a little publicity. Well, there, he's about to get some. Would he like to come on the show to talk about his new podcast? It would be the first time Ben and Woods have ever spoken to Eric Hosmer. Ever. First time. Send that invitation out his way. All right. Uh, don't do this, though. It's, it's coming up next. And uh, we didn't talk about this. There was a, a football story from... Uh, a punishment over the weekend that yeah. we didn't get to as well. Action? So, yeah, we can talk oh, about wow. some PED action. Oh, and then one of the uh, coolest audio clips you are going like to this hear. One. This is really, really good for Do Do This, a nice positive vibe story. All coming up after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry. I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You're a dumbass. 
the apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Just looking at uh, the Kraft Taco, where we are Oh, is that what you were doing? A lunch here. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, a sponsor for Don't Do This. It is brought to you by the Kraft Taco in Sorrento Valley. Kraft Taco has some of the best quality tacos in all of San Diego. Go to krafttaco.com. Take a look at their happy hour specials today, the krafttaco.com. Sammy Levitt joining us in about 10 minutes from Peoria, Arizona. Right now, though, Woodsy, why don't you uh, start us out with Don't Do This? Man, I woke up this morning. And uh, rolled over and grabbed my phone and clicked on it. And I said, what in the world happened last night on, on Twitter? Saw our, most of our fan base attacking our first baseman, sometimes second baseman, Jake Cronenworth, for a picture that was uh, released on Twitter. It was picture day yesterday. And as somebody that absolutely loathes picture day, I've never taken a good photo in my entire life. Now, I look in the mirror and I say, yeah, you could... You can stand to lose a few. I take my shirt off and go, you can, yeah, you can, you can firm up a little bit. But I've never taken a good picture, ever. Never once. There's no good pictures of me that exist. There's one. It's heavily Photoshopped. I still use it. It was taken 14 years ago, my very first media picture. It's still on my press pass. It's my number one. But he he shaved some off the sides. He, he you know, made everything look a little bit it's better. It's not really you anymore. No, it's not even really me. My beloved Jake Cronenworth is there and... It's not the most flattering pose. I'm going to blame that, but I saw our our fan base out there body shaming our, our first baseman, Jake Cronenworth. It really bummed me out. It bummed me out. So SDFatLoss.com. Ben. Not for Jake. Not at all. For who? For anyone who does need to lose some weight without the addition of, um, you know, photographic magic. <laughs> Listen, it's very... Does he not get like final approval? Because I've told Paulie and Adam. Adam He's has concerned a- about other things. <laughs> you know. Adam posted a picture of us. When they made us come in before our job here, remember those awful pictures yes. they took of us with we're holding baseball bats? Terrible. When I see them, they make my I my taint swells up. I get so mad because I look hideous in them. And they just ran with them. And Adam puts him on, you know, everything. And it makes me insane. So let's let's support our guy. All right? It's probably the just the new unis, if I'm being honest. They hang a little bit over the, the belly. That's that's the that's my You're saying there's a paunch. No, I'm saying that it's the new uniform's fault. But he's also kinda like slumped down. It's just not a good you need to give the guy final approval. Have you ever stretched out your neck in a photograph? Bro, who are it, you talking to? Just to make it look like you have more neck? I make Ugh. people take pictures from up high, like looking up. So just <laughs> be nice to Jake. Come on, dude. All right, I will go to the NFL uh, where Las Vegas Raiders quarterback, probably only for a temporary time now, Jimmy Garoppolo will miss the first two games of next season for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drug policy. Now, it's not a four-game suspension, which is the typical steroid suspension. It's believed to be a prescribed medication without receiving the valid therapeutic use exemption. A lot of people are speculating this could be an Adderall-type situation for Jimmy G. The consequences, though, are pretty large. And I'm not talking about simply two lost paychecks next season. The Raiders are expected to release Jimmy G before 
uh, the fifth day of the new league year next month to avoid paying an $11.25 million roster bonus. Now, that was likely to happen even had he not tested Correct. positive, but it also means that his guaranteed salary will likely void next year due to the suspension. He uh, could still latch on with another team, but it's a little harder to enter free agency when any team knows, hey, we can't have him for the first two games. And story coming out about Jimmy G that the Raiders have been frustrated with Garoppolo for some of the same reasons that the 49ers were frustrated. Quote, Garoppolo had a reputation for being aloof in San Francisco, which would drive detail-oriented coach Kyle Shanahan nuts. Particularly when it points to the offseason, the Niners would have trouble getting a hold of him. Some of those problems carried over to Vegas, where a group that knew him, led by GM Dave Ziegler and coach Josh McDaniels, had hoped he'd grow out of some of those tendencies. Aloof, hard to reach, maybe a bit of a diva, incredibly handsome, like sounds like someone you know. Sounds exactly aloof, hard to reach. I texted you guys last night. Incredibly handsome. I, I I texted both of you guys last night trying to get a little, you know, get a little action going. Nothing. Nothing. Not a, no, I sent something. You sent a couple something hours back. Later, yeah, a couple but... hours later, I'm like, all right, well, guess I'll just hit the sack then. That's fine. Uh, here, let's do, do do this, Italian Paul. Hit it if you would. Got of the zone. It's up the head. No, no. The doo-doo. D.D. Mega doo-doo. Do you have that D.D. Mega doo doo. We could just we could just do it. it. There it was. DD. All right, that's fine. Might have to. Do that's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, one of the one of my favorite. It's on page fourteen C of Polly's drop. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite voices in sports has always been Gary Thorne. Always, he's just he sounds like baseball to me, and he sounds like hockey to me. Retired a couple of years ago. Yeah, he was kind of. Kind of retired of, hey, you don't really want to work here anymore, do you? Pushed him out the door by the Baltimore Orioles. He does some fill-in for uh, Italian Paul's beloved New York Mets from time to time. And uh, he got to do something really, really cool. Uh, He was on the call, Ben, for a high school hockey showdown between Connecticut's Kent School and Canterbury School. That's a good get. It's a really good get. But the cool part was he got to call his grandson's 20th goal of the season. Check this out. Got out of the zone, it's flipped ahead. Julian got it up, Mahar. Mahar looking to center, it did. Score! Julian out in front! Goal number two of the game! And it's a go-ahead goal! Five to four! Pretty awesome. It sounds great. It sounds like he always did. Awesome unless... You're the student broadcaster who had to step aside for Gary Thorne for that game. Oh, give me a break. If you're the student <laughs> broadcaster is when you say, I'd love to sit and observe you do this. It was great. That's pretty uh, fun. Don't do this. Don't and do do this for a Wednesday. <laughs> that was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, when we come back, we will head out to Peoria, Arizona, our daily check-in with Sammy Spring Training. He's absolutely killing it. And tomorrow, he'll actually have games to get to go witness and cover as the Cactus League schedule gets underway. Update from Sammy coming up next with Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, what a mensch he is, man. Adam Klug just walked in, and he's all in a huff and said, said uh, I'm going to go back to my office right now, and I'm going to listen to that entire Eric Hosmer podcast, and I'll clip stuff and send it your way. I said, please do, because if you don't do it, I'm going out to the couch where you napped the other day and just going to listen to it. I'm fascinated by this. I'm curious how we have mischaracterized Eric Hosmer, how we got it wrong. As am I. Because that's, that's basically the insinuation. That Eric Hosmer said that he was um, now, misrepresented, it, was misunderstood by fair, the San Diego media. To be fair, have we, have we played the clip yet? We have not. We have not. Okay. Well, let's talk to Sammy. We'll come back and talk yeah. about this at 8. All right, and I want to play the clip, and it's important you know, to, to take context into it and all that as well. Let's check traffic, and then Sam Levitt will join us from Peoria, Arizona, next here on 97.3 The Fan. And Sam Levitt joins us right now from Padre Spring Training, presented by your San Diego County Toyota Dealers Association. We make it easy. Good morning, Sammy. Good morning, gentlemen. Woodsy, I heard earlier it sounded like you were looking for a little inspiration yesterday. Yes. Creativity was lacking, but from what I just heard before you brought me on, sounds like right now you are inspired once again. I I am. To to address whatever's uh, on the podcast. Well, and and only Eric Hosmer can inspire me. And and so Eric Hosmer and Bob Dylan's blood on the tracks are the, uh, the two, the two things that have inspired. It's, it's it's interesting, Sammy. It's interesting. And you know, there's always going to be, and you know this, you're in the media too. There's always going to be that, Media versus the players, players versus the media, front office versus the media, media versus front office. There's always that. You can get along, certainly. There's a a, um, a a good chance to have synergy if everything's going you know, well. When things get tough, when the going gets tough, that's when it gets a little dicey at times, Sammy. And you know this to be true as well. Um, it's it's At the end of the day, it's not cancer. We're not curing cancer here or, or, or anything like that. It's baseball. It's supposed to be fun. But it's also yeah. a business, you know. It's also a business, and everyone has to make sure that they're they're doing their job. And it it does get it's hard to navigate. I think it's harder than the the average person understands. It is hard to navigate uh, this business for player and media. Yeah, and I think you make a, a good point and a, a more general point in the sense of 
I, I think people sometimes have to remember, and, and I have not heard the podcast. I have not even heard any clips or, or anything, so I'm not addressing anything regarding that. But just in a general sense, and quite frankly for me, somebody who came from the minor leagues where you have a very close relationship to the players and I'm the only broadcaster or quote-unquote media that's with the players every day and riding on the minor league bus, you, you then show up in a major league clubhouse and there's a, there's a lot of media and, and, you know, there are some different dyna- uh, dynamics and, um, you know, certainly you, you try to, you know, ask fair questions, you try to do your job, but also balance with the fact that you, you're dealing with, you know, these players throughout the course of an entire season. And, you know, I think it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of rambling here on, on the media part of it, but, for example, when, when we talk about last season here with the Padres, we had talked about it. I think, you know, the time and place for really focusing on what transpired last season probably was in the last week or so. But we will get to a point in spring training where you've sort of already asked all the questions you can ask about a year ago, and, and then you have to, to move forward and, and look towards what really matters on the baseball field for 2024. So, uh, yeah, it's it's always an interesting dynamic and in how you – you deal with it day to day and balance doing your job and asking good questions with, you know, the, the fact that it is a very, very long season and, and you interact with these guys on a daily basis. You know, and, and we'll bring this up again more in the next hour when we play some of this audio. But I think one of the questions that, that I'll get sometimes is, you know, why, why did Eric Cosmer get so much criticism compared to Jake Cronenworth? Both have been somewhat disappointing uh, offensively at first base for the San Diego Padres. Uh, you guys just like Jake better, so you treat him, uh, you know, more kindly than you did Eric Hosmer. And for me, I think um, it's the responsibility of the media not to make a player look good or to make a player look bad, but to try to understand where that player is coming from at the very least. Sure. And I know baseball is a very hard sport, and I will I will always respect a guy who says I am I am just struggling. It's, it's I'm terrible it's hard right, right now. now. Yep. And I felt like we got that from Jake. When he struggled, he never sh- he sh- he never shied away from it. He didn't hide from it. He knows he's struggling. He admits he's struggling. He's continuing to work on figuring it out. And there's been some, obviously, criticism of his performance, but it, he's got some self-awareness to it. And I think with Eric Hosmer, you always felt like he was also struggling, but he didn't bring that same self-awareness about those struggles to the position, and I think it's frustrating as a fan, so I try to convey that as a member of the media, when a player doesn't seem to acknowledge what seems so obvious to the rest of us, yeah. that you're struggling, why can't you just say that? And we'll, hey, then we'll we'll let it be known. that The guy knows he's struggling, and you know he's doing what he can to try to figure it out, but when you can't even acknowledge that, it's hard to then be on your side and defend you and go, yeah, I, I think this guy understands. He gets it. He doesn't. He doesn't really get it. And, Sammy, you know it. You talk to a thousand players in your career. You know, there's guys that get it, and there's guys that don't. And we always love the guys that get it. And they may not be the best players on the field. They may be the Brian O'Grady's or the Matt Strom's or whatever. But those guys get it. They get it. They They know when to say, like, no, nah, I'm, I'm I'm absolutely ass right now. You have every reason to boo me and and whatever. And I mean, what do you say? It's so disarming. Yeah, you well, you better get it together. No, I mean, of course, <laughs> like, like you you're a human being. You've got a family and you've got bills mm-hmm. and you've you know done this or done that. Like everybody understands that. Well, we we took sort of a circuitous route 
to getting to talking about Jay Cronenworth, but yesterday I recorded what what I thought, and I'm going to put clips out and put the full thing out, a really good one-on-one with Jake yesterday. And you talk about taking accountability and, and acknowledging that the performance is, is not up to, to what your standards are as a player. And I think Jake has really done that. I mean, you, you'll see some clips of it later, but I, I dove a little bit deeper with him into that word he used the first day he was here, and that was the word vulnerable. And he yep. described it as being vulnerable as a player during the off season and really having to learn about himself and learn from other players and how he can apply it to himself. And I just get the sense that Jake really took last season to heart. Now, how that translates onto the field this season, we'll see. And obviously there's no guarantee, and we'll see – what the numbers are and what the production is. But after talking to him now a couple of times and, and really talking to him at length about it yesterday, and you said it would see, he took accountability last year and acknowledged the season he was having and, and everything that wasn't going right for him. I, I certainly think he's learned a lot of lessons. It seems that way to me, whether that translates or not to be seen, you certainly hope it does for, for Jake's sake and, and for the Padre's sake. But, Certainly, you know, when you talk about Jay Cronenworth in particular in, in his season a year ago, I, I do think he clearly has put a lot of work in and clearly learned things from last season, and you, you hope it translates now into production on the field. Talking to Sam Levitt uh, from Padres Spring Training in Peoria. And, Sam, I think Woods asked you yesterday your impressions for Jackson Merrill's transition to the outfield and yeah. how it's going. Ended up being a fairly hot topic yesterday, and, and some of the comments that I saw from Mike Schilt and others were fairly glowing. Like, this guy is taking it to it like a fish to water in the outfield. And he's ahead of where Fernando Tatis Jr. was at this point huh. last year. Not that that means he's going to win a gold glove or anything. Platinum. But but... It or a platinum glove, but it, it certainly bodes well that, that the transition is going smoothly. What are some of the things that you were hearing yesterday as well? Look, I've heard a lot of the same things, and I'll go back to what I said yesterday. Everything I've seen so far and I've heard so far has been very, very positive. He looks comfortable. He looks good. He's certainly extremely athletic. He's got you know that long, lanky body where you can see the strides playing in the outfield and all of that. So I'm, I'm right there with kind of the rumblings from yesterday and some of the quotes that have come out in that he, he looks really good. I mean, you know, I said it to you guys yesterday. I, I think everything like this is really hard to judge when you're looking at outfield drills. And obviously you have to see what it looks like when he gets into games and potentially he's playing left or playing center and has to take real reads off the bat in a stadium and dealing with the sun and all of it. But to this point, there has been nothing that Jackson Merrill has done before we actually begin Cactus League games that would lead you to believe that he is not a real, real possibility and potentially a front runner for one of these outfield spots as this roster is currently constructed. So I've heard the same things as far as his work in the outfield. Everything has been really positive. Everything I've seen with my own two eyes has looked really good. We'll see how that continues as games begin, but I'm right there with you. Um, he, he has been very, very impressive so far. And, you know, I think it was um, it was Chris Ello who asked me on the afternoon show yesterday, you know, if I thought Jackson Merrill, you know, could could fit into this roster opening day 
for one of these spots? And I said, absolutely. I mean, there, there's no doubt in my mind, you know, it's currently constructed this roster that everything they're doing with Jackson, the fact that they're working him out in the outfield, the fact that it sounds like he'll likely, you know, play tomorrow or play Friday. We won't know until we see the lineup, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is pointing all in that direction. We'll see what happens over the next few weeks, but I think it's very real. It's not, just a, a young top prospect that you're giving some time to. This is not last year for Jackson Merrill when he was in that major league clubhouse. He is a real opportunity and a real shot to, to do something pretty special out of spring training here. I'm excited about it, man. Excited about seeing uh, what he can do. You know, a name I haven't heard mentioned really maybe since like the first couple of days, uh, Sammy, is Woosuk Go. I, I, I saw one yeah. little um, one little clip I think you posted of him throwing a pen. Is everything everything good there? Where is he slotting in? I haven't seen any video or anything of him uh, recently. Everything is good. He threw a bullpen yesterday. It was the second uh, – sorry, not a bullpen, a live BP, which are two different things. So he threw his second live BP yesterday. Um, I, I haven't heard a whole lot as far as reports on how he's looked. And quite frankly, during the, the formal media availability, I haven't heard Mike Schultz necessarily talk about him. So that's something I'll put on my radar. But as far as where he is and, and what he's doing, yeah, he's out there. And he threw another live BP yesterday. And – um, you know, we'll see how he ultimately slots into this bullpen and, um, you know, how that transition goes, obviously, to Major League Baseball. But, yeah, he's out there and he's throwing live BPs and um, put it on my radar to see what I can gather about Wusuko. You know, the uh, the Padres bullpen, if there's one area where you feel like there is some depth, that is it. And that means that there may be some good pitchers who don't actually make the team to start the the season out of the bullpen one that i'm looking at that we saw just briefly last year is alex jacob and i don't know yeah. how much you've seen from him sammy but i there are people who really think that alex jacob has a chance to be a, a top reliever for the san diego Padres. is he is he close to that yet though or is he getting any buzz right now in spring training i think it's alec well, alec jacob, alec sorry jacob. not alex <laughs> yeah. um he, he's throwing and he's thrown in the bullpen it said he was going to throw a live BP yesterday. I didn't see him throw. I was kind of looking out for him a little bit. I, I'm not saying he didn't um, at all because a lot of the, there's there's literally four live BP sessions going on at once, and it is very common if I'm at one for an extended amount of time that I miss another. But um, he he's certainly been throwing in the bullpen, and he's here, and he's throwing, and he's participating in everything. So we heard from Mike Schilt early in spring training that if he was behind at all physically – that it was a hair behind, and, you know, I, I don't know what the likelihood is that he would, say, make the bullpen at a spring training. There are a lot of names here and a lot of experienced names in this bullpen right now, but he's certainly somebody that you can very easily see factoring in at some point during 2024, much like he did last season. But I can tell you he's here, he's throwing, and he's right in the mix, so um, I'm curious to see if he gets into a game here in the uh, in the first couple of Cactus League games and and uh, goes from there. But everything I've seen as far as his workload and what he's been doing has looked fairly normal to me. Well, we said that Alan Jacob is going to be really good. Bill Jacob. Alfred yep. Jake. Arlo Jacob. You're going to get to watch a baseball <laughs> game tomorrow, Sammy, and I know it's been a uh, long time coming, and uh, I'm excited to talk to you about that 
pre and uh, post on Friday when we get the uh, when we get all the information and and you know I think the game's going to be on ESPN. Of course, you can listen to it right here on ninety seven three The Fan. Uh, but excited uh, excited that you you know get to stop watching practices and watch an actual game. <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it. There's so much intrigue, right? I mean, somebody asked me yesterday what the themes are of this spring training, and there's a lot of them, right? There's rebounding after the disappointment of last year, all the new faces that are here, a new manager. But on top of it, and I think the number one theme, is that there are just so many opportunities for so many guys with the way this roster looks right now. And obviously a lot can change in the next few weeks with the way this roster looks. And I think a lot of us here would still be very surprised if there's not another move or two made. And my goodness, look at the free agent market. I mean, it's just it's just wild, the names that are still sitting out there. But what it does provide is, at this point, a massive opportunity for a ton of these guys. So, it, look, the games are going to be really interesting and impactful. And I do get the sense that, you know, even though it's been said that spring training is, is a hard place to evaluate, look, I think the Padres are in a position where they are going to have to evaluate yeah, what's no going choice. on here the last week and a half. and. <laughs> And in these games. So, um, yeah, from a baseball standpoint, and I've said it before, it is a really interesting spring training. And, by the way, when you talk about somebody like a Jackson Merrill, it's exciting because you watch him, and as long as he can transition to the outfield pretty well, and quite frankly, we can talk about the defense all we want. But if he can hit, and he can hit big league pitching, you know, the defense, I'm not saying it's uh, – you know, it doesn't matter, but we'll, we'll figure you know, it out. It won't matter as much. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, the orchestra is playing you out for today, Sammy. Great job as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Talk to you Thanks, tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. Sam Levitt from Padres Spring Training in Peoria, Arizona. We'll come back two hours to go. Woods well, chomping at the bit to talk about Eric Hosmer's new podcast. We got our Tier 1 tour, Boston Red Sox uh, coming up, and some interesting comments from their star player oh, yeah. yesterday as well. All ahead here on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.